Hey guys, it's editing Dana. Uh, I just wanted to come in here first before you listen to the full episode and just say that the this past week uh, in Texas has been real bad weather um, and just has kind of been a domino effect for everything else. I myself in my house uh, have no running water. Uh, Simon had didn't have power for like a full two days uh, and his pool is completely frozen over. Um, and Amon just had to deal with rolling blackouts like we all did. So that, you know, whatever, he's sitting over there on his high horse. Um, but not really though anyway uh so we weren't able to get together and record because the roads have been pretty bad so we found this episode from october or november of 2019 so please understand like these were in the early days of our recording so if there's any awkward air just know that's not us going forward you've listened to the most recent episodes and hopefully we've done better uh so yeah just wanted to throw that out there we will return um two weeks from now with a new tippy top uh next week will be a new crafts and chats uh and yeah so just please go easy on us this week um but i hope that you like uh this next show please please enjoy uh the things that we discuss and the rants that we go on um in this episode of tippy top i will open it though so all those out the way yep Dude, I'm gonna I'm going to have to make a compilation of all the times that we've opened cans right <laughs> into the mic. It's too high now at this point. Oh, man. Hey everybody, we're here. You're good friends. You remember us? We're back. You remember that time we Deleted two episodes or slash never recorded them and they were lost in the ether forever. So sad. I do. They that, entered the void. Yeah, they entered the void real hard. Those were good episodes too. Do you remember? Yeah, they were. I miss them. You know? <laughs> they never, well, we'll never get that back. You nope. know what I mean? Nope. Anyway. I was sad, but I also thought of other episodes that would have been worse. And then I was like, it could have been worse. If I could have chosen episodes to get rid of, I don't think it would have been those. It may have been some other ones. Yeah. Would have been the earlier ones. <laughs> we don't. Yeah, y'all don't have to listen to those. No. I'm, uh, I'm Simon. Hey. I'm Amon. Hey. Hey, I'm Dana. <laughs> hey, I'm backwards. Dana. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know what we're talking about today? I do. Duos. Best duos. The best duos. Which is... Not just duos. Not There's just a lot of those. crap, not... Craptastic duos. duos. My first duo was YouTube. No. Um, hey. Oh. It's not. It's not. It never will be. Okay. Well, that's hurtful. All right, Simon. Now <laughs> our podcast will begin. Um, so, yeah, there's no real stipulations. It's not. It, it spans all media, all genres, it, fashion, Everything. music, fashion. art. Fashion. Right. Yeah. Anything. Yeah, I've got a wild card in here. It's bell couple, bottoms and pants. I haven't got a couple, like, existential, more of, like, Exit sort of things that exist that go well together. All right, well that works. Because mine are all into. characters. Well, <laughs> yeah, good. We'll balance each other out then. Uh-huh. Um, who wants to go first? <laughs> well, you guys have longer lists. I've got like a. I have a more detailed list. I'll yeah. start. I've got. I've got something that's real near and dear to my heart. Real, real near and dear. So when I was a young boy. Mm-hmm. Growing up, you know, trying to figure things out. Yeah. Just, uh, you know, touching stuff, being weird. 
<laughs> oh, all right, what? All right. <laughs> I'm already concerned. I'll just go ahead and mark this one down. Um, <laughs> For what? Touching stuff? Yeah, I'll I just go ahead and get rid of that one. Go ahead and not go into that one. Um, Chris Farley, David Spade. Okay, Matt. I have an honorable mention okay. of Tommy Callahan and Richard Hayden. Whoa! <laughs> nice! Go. Good, yeah. good. So they they were more than just Tommy and Richard, though. They yep. they have done several several movies together, SNL together all the time. Man, I just first of all, Chris Farley is just he was my favorite comedian <laughs> growing up. I had all of his movies on VHS, and I would watch them over and over and over again, just on repeat. He was the funniest funniest guy I'd ever seen in my life, and I just you know related to him a whole lot because I was a big boy. He was a big boy. He could do cartwheels. He was very charismatic, which I I could do. I was neither of those things. I was not charismatic. I could not do cartwheels. So, I so he had one him. thing in common. Yeah, respected him very much. He just seemed, he always seemed so confident and so mm-hmm. powerful in spite of his size. And that was never anything I could attain. You know, I could never get past, never get past that. And man, he just always cracked me up. It's like what happened to him was so sad. But you know, I feel like that happens to like. A lot of people in the entertainment lot of the industry. Yeah, he always said too that he wanted to go out like his role model, which was John Belushi, who ended up going out the same way. So yeah. really sad what happened to him. And I mean, David Spade is still out there kicking around and and doing stuff. But stuff. he's like partnered up with Adam Sandler though, which is kind of a. He was just he was never. <sighs> yeah, <laughs> just like it's a lot. The, yeah, for like for me. Like and I, I haven't really watched any of David Spade's like stand up or like what he does like in his like TV series or anything like that. So I don't really am I'm not really familiar with his most recent comedy or what he's been doing. But in those movies like Black Sheep and Tommy Boy, yeah, it was it was Chris carrying carrying a lot of that. Like he carried, you know, every scene he was in, and. Richard just gave like a good sort of balance to that. Is it like a sarcastic kind of like more dry yeah. balance to Chris Farley's right. like antics? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was the the sort of yeah. Chris Farley was always animated, like mm-hmm. always in your face, always like so powerful and yes. And David was just the yeah the antithesis of that. I mean, you think about that, you know, going to go live in a van down by the river, that whole skit, like, David Spade was cracking out yeah. through the whole thing because Chris Farley was just in his yeah. face with it. I just, man, when you think about that stuff, like, he was so young in those skits, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, David Spade was, like, so young, and I, that's something, like, I don't really realize, or I didn't realize when I was a kid watching it, because when you're a kid and you see people on, everyone's old when they're on yeah. TV, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know how freaking old you are, but it's like, I'm probably, like... I don't know how old he was when he was doing that, but I can't imagine he was like much older or younger than I am right now. I mean, he's probably younger mm-hmm. than we are, yeah. yeah. And it's just like, it blows my mind. You know what I mean? Like that's how you get your start and to like have an experience like that and to become sort of like this freaking icon yeah. in comedy and so absorbed in the sort of like that late 90s culture, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? And then to go out so so harshly is sad but i he will always the, the him and david spade like together in those movies will always hold a strong place in my heart i still have all my vhs tapes of like like tommy boy almost heroes like beverly hills ninja oh black sheep beverly hills ninja almost which he wasn't in, david spade wasn't in that yeah, one no matthew Chris perry Farley was in that one yeah. yes fantastic movie so freaking good 
Uh, I mean, it's not. It's a bad movie, but it's I mean, so well, that's funny. The, that's the thing. Like, Tommy Boy, like, if I were to watch it from, like, a filmmaking standpoint, I don't know how it would hold up. It's but trash. I just watched that movie so much, like, so much as a child and so many times, and it still cracks me up. Like, the mm-hmm. whole part at the gas station when the door falls off, and he's yeah. just what like, did you do? Yeah, like, that will always make me laugh, yeah. no matter what. Yeah. It's a solid scene. It's a great scene. The bees scene is also The bees is incredible. <laughs> it's incredible. I freaking love it. Everybody my flash up hard. <laughs> Very good movie. From oh, that man. point of view. Yeah. So, so that's, I just had to, you know, I had to get that out there. That mm-hmm. is number one on my list. Like, best duos. Like, when we yeah. were, like, sort of spitballing, like, you know, themes for episodes, things like that. And, we, like, they were the first thing that came to my mind. I was like, oh, we should do one for best duos because I want to talk about <laughs> Chris Barney and David <laughs> For Spade. the pure reason of, yeah. yeah. Oh, that works. Yeah. But there yeah. you go. There you go. There you go. I gave it to you. I've got, on this platter. I've got, I've got a good one to follow up that. I want it. I also thought of it as soon as we brought the topic up. Uh-huh. It's also from a movie. Uh-huh. It is Jackie Chan and Chris Tucker <laughs> okay. from Rush Hour. <laughs> nice. Right. Full disclosure, and probably not a surprise to anybody, yeah, you've never seen, seen any of the Rush Hour films. Yeah, well, you should, because they're hilarious. <laughs> well, this this will make me want to see them. They're incredibly entertaining. Convince me well, that they're I a good mean, You've to watch. seen The Fifth Element, right? Yeah, that's and true. And Chris Ducker's in that. He was, like the, he's one so of the, good he was so good in The Fifth Element. Yeah, just imagine that from, like, Earth. In from LA, <laughs> just like the LA version of that Chris The Tucker. human version. Yeah, yeah no. I was... The first movie is good too, but like my favorite has always been the second movie because you kind of have like they kind of have that repertoire of like inside jokes already. It's a little bit more, it's still like early thousands, but it's more modern than like kind of that 90s tinge that the first movie has. Mm -hmm. But man, they're just such a like, it's just a good duo because you have like this more serious is like trained to just do whatever does his all his own stunts kind of like action cop and then you have like chris tucker who's like flying by the seat of his pants like is all the lapd yeah. is just kind of like will cut corners to get ahead is like always looking out for number one which is himself so is <laughs> like is jackie chan like a cop in those yeah, movies he okay. he's, he's like a detective from yeah. china like okay chinese police force uh-huh. In the first movie, like, his friend who's, like, the, he's an ambassador, like, moves from Hong Kong to L.A. And Mm. his daughter gets kidnapped. So, like, his friend brings him over to L.A. to, like, help with the investigation. But the FBI, like, doesn't want him around. Oh, so there's, like, a whole bunch of antics. So they, like, yeah. Yeah, so so they're, like. It is a buddy cop movie, like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So they, like, pretty much hire on this lapd person because they don't want to use one of their own guys to like take care of him so pretty mm. much like show him around and stuff and then yeah, like, not kill him but yeah yeah <laughs> but, like chris tucker is like take him out back Ahmad was doing air quotes <laughs> like take to care. take care yeah, of him like show him around and stuff yeah and like chris tucker obviously hates that yeah he has to be some dude chauffeur or crap so right. he's like well we'll just and then jackie chan obviously is very serious about getting like this girl back because it's like he's kind of like an almost like an uncle figure to mm-hmm. this person so he's real serious about it and jack chan or uh, chris tucker is just like well i'll just you know i'll go for the ride you know and jack chan's like 
karate chopping a bunch of people and chris tucker's always like screaming for some reason no, and no. Like, i worked for him in the fifth no, element it's fantastic so. it's like the funniest thing ever like because jackie chan's like real polite real like you yeah. know like even when he's like beating people up yeah. he's like polite he's like yeah he's like real respectful <laughs> and and then chris tucker's is over here like screaming he's like yelling at people he's slapping people on the side of the head like mm-hmm. <laughs> It's real funny though. He's he's real like obviously outspoken. Yeah, is very much like I will yell in this restaurant kind of person. <laughs> like when Jack Chan's like, keep your voice down. <laughs> oh, people are trying to eat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's great. They're a great duo, and you kind of get like you get past that like just the buddy cop way, and they kind of come become these like almost brothers situation. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. Can man, we just, for one second, talk about how cool Jackie Chan is. I mean, one of the coolest people. The, like, ever. honestly, one of the coolest people ever. on the planet. Yeah. Even in real life, like every time, like all like the stuff he does, he is super respectful, super nice guy. He's done like a ton of philanthropy work, like all kinds of stuff. On top of doing his own stunts, all his own stunts. He's like literally like cracked his skull. He's broken like all his ribs. He's broken pretty much every appendage. Like while doing his own stunts. Yeah, that is that is like the best part of all of his movies. Like even like those early early 90s like his like true to form like dubbed kung fu movies like the best part is like the bloopers at the end right when they're like going through and he's doing his stunts and he's smacking his head and like on like a real glass door yeah or, like running into that, an iron bar that's or, also like one of my favorite parts of like rush hour because they show the bloopers like at the end of the movie and he's like jumping out of windows and like trying to crawl under things and he'll like hit his leg and like fall down and, and everyone to, like, from off screen yeah like, yeah and they're like oh are you okay and he's like uh, he's like jackie okay like, he's like, like jackie always okay yeah and you're like he's been in america for so long and still has like the worst english <laughs> like what was his cartoon dude jackie chan adventures was that yeah. It? Yeah. oh my god it was so good yeah good. i remember because they also had like a, a video game that was not good i don't remember that it was really really bad i think it was for the gamecube it was like it was sounds awful like, it was like, like a, it, it was like a well it was like a platformer like a side-scrolling platformer um when, uh, when like, i was in middle school um me and my friend, we used to leave school during lunch, uh, which was not okay. And we would go <laughs> middle to his, school. Yeah, yeah. In middle school. Uh, we would go to his grandma's house, which was located like right over the back fence of like the recess area to the school. Solid. And we would go in there and eat cookies and watch Jackie Chan Adventures <laughs> all grandma during lunch. Just not there. No, she works. Oh. <laughs> she wasn't there. So we would eat her cookies and watch Jackie Chan Adventures and then casually stroll back into school you know for for next period as <laughs> all the kids yeah. were like oh stars because you <laughs> left during lunch it was so good I just, such a good time before we move on i just remember like one there's this one video of jackie chan he's like on a talk show or something and they have him do these like stunts you uh-huh. know like he's like breaking these bricks but the thing is like he's holding this egg in his hand and he like can like break these like like um concrete like bricks yeah the cinder blocks like in half without breaking the egg that's in his fist what yeah because he like goes through and does like six of them and then he's like he opens his hand and he crushes the egg in his hand i was gonna say they crush the egg to prove that it's like yeah yeah and it's like a real egg so he's like doing all of that without breaking the egg in his hand and you're just like how are you doing that new question (laughs) Is Jackie Chan actually magic? He could um, be. Who knows? I mean... He's like 
uh, that Bruce Lee level, I know, you know, dude. He's like it, what, when he passes. I just it came and I don't even want to think about that. But when he passes, he will, man, he will be like a legend. Dude. Oh, I thought he it was going to be like a dragon's going to come out of his chest, like his spirit, and just be like, ah, Jackie, <laughs> the real Jackie. true Jackie Chan form. It's just a giant dragon. He opens his hands. He's got eggs in it. <laughs> My children. <That's- laughs> yeah. That's uh, what's yeah. gonna happen. I hope that's form. what happens. His final form. His is final form. Dragon. Dragon Jackie. He's like you thought that. You thought Dragon that cartoon. Chan. I was limited by my Earth body. <laughs> thought that cartoon was fake, did you? Dragon Chan. Like, no, no, no. I collected all the tokens, oh all the medallions. Now look at Dragon Jackie. <laughs> uh, so good. dumb. Good. Good. Dana. Good. Take us out of here. Well, my next one, because we lost the episode where I talked for forever on the X-Files. Man, I was going to do this thing where I was going to go first and say what you're about to say. No, I'm so glad that you did. so funny. I would have jumped across that. this table and then just left. You also should have, like, pronounced their name wrong. <laughs> um, I have Scolder and Molly. Um, I think that's right. And you're, like, reading got, things from the show and you're, like, Scumby. Scumby. It's my favorite. Scumby. Uh, <laughs> uh, but before that, um, no, I already did my honorable mention. So, yeah, so Mulder and Scully from the X Files. Um, What's uh, that? The <clears throat> X Files. You really want me to talk about the X Files? I've never seen the show, so. You haven't. It's about um, aliens and weird stuff and, and the paranormal and government cover ups um, and how, like, the government knows that aliens exist, but they keep covering it up. This is an actual question, but do what? Who the who do they work for? Who Mulder and Scully? Yeah. The FBI. Oh, okay. Yeah. So like, that's the whole thing. Is Which like, is the government? Yeah. So they're yeah, like well, investigating the like themselves. <laughs> well, sort of. Yes, like they're internal investigating, affairs. They're investigating higher up um, mm, beings. Mm. <laughs> beings. I don't know. Positions. I quote. Positions. Yes. Not beings. Higher up presidential <laughs> beings. I want know. like an audio sound for every time someone does quotes. <laughs> <Air> quotes. <laughs> um, but no, so it's like, that's the thing is like Mulder has the X-Files and he's in the basement of the FBI and like nobody wants to deal with them. So they send Scully in to disprove his theories and stuff. But then Scully, even though she's a skeptic the whole time, she like, you know, trusts him and whatever. And then they realize it's like the government was involved with Roswell in 1947 and the families had to sacrifice like some of the like the government people had to sacrifice their families anyway it's a whole convoluted it's insane Mm -hmm. but there's some really good episodes um but duo getting out of breath i guess i'm so excited to talk about these two (laughs) um they never had like a blatant like romantic relationship i guess which worked for Mm x-files in a way because it was like it was never like a oh will they won't they or oh they did and now they're broken up and it's weird you know what i mean sexual tension yeah like it wasn't like that it was pretty platonic i mean do you think he was waiting for like his alien bride (laughs) (laughs) well that's the thing mail mail order is is technically sorry technically scully has a baby 
I remember that. Yeah, and it's like an alien baby. An alien baby. It's what? like got alien DNA. Yeah. It's like a whole thing. Scully gets abducted in the second I season. I remember that arc. She get probed? No, but she did get like forced to have a baby. Like, cause they wanted so... it. They wanted these super. I'm not even joking. Listen, we don't know the details. <laughs> they wanted these right super now. soldiers um, that were like alien human hybrids. Yeah, and then, like, it never worked out, but then, like, she had this baby, miraculously, because after the aliens abduct you and they force you to have a baby, you then become barren. It's a whole... Quick question. Yeah. Let me just interject here for a second. <coughs> some, some scientist approaches you, right? It says, Amon, hmm. I'm going to, or I can inject you mm-hmm. with some DNA that's going to make you real strong, real fast, real handsome, real smart. Oh. For free. Do you do it? What's the catch? There has to be a catch. Well, it's just, it's some DNA. You don't know where it came from? Well, I mean, is that the only catch, though? Is there, like, a side effect? I don't, I mean, I don't know. I'm not the scientist. (laughs) Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, I would, that's what I would ask before I... What if he said, uh, possibly, but we don't know? Yeah, he says... He's like, <laughs> and he just shrugs. I'd, I'd probably say yeah. no. Side honestly. effects. Like as much as I would <laughs> want all quotes. those things, I'd probably say no because my life's not that bad. <laughs> so what if you knew it was like alien DNA? Like there, there is a there is a race of extraterrestrials that live on some moon of Jupiter, and would, they're really strong, real I fast, know. and they're really handsome. <laughs> it, that, that's the thing, though. Like it has it has nothing to do with the DNA. It's like the side effects. Like yeah, you'll be real strong, handsome, and fast for about ten minutes, okay. and then you die. Here's, here's the side effects in X Files. So Scully gets abducted, right? And then she has this metal chip at the base of her neck. She takes the metal chip out. She immediately has brain cancer. Oh no! I'm like so, the way that they cure. Oh, go ahead. The, the way that they cure the brain cancer is they put another metal chip at the base of her neck into her, and if she removes it, that brain cancer comes back. So. What? You would just have to have a metal chip in your head indefinitely, or you would get like? brain cancer. It's like real, 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 real small. Is it like monitoring you? It, it can track you. Uh, so they know where you are. They know where your super strong, super fast, super handsome body is. In at case all you times. commit any crimes gonna, and like, run really I'm far gonna away. I'm going to be that guy and go ahead and pass on that. Would you? Yeah, would, I'm, I'm assuming you wouldn't, but. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's presumptuous. Yeah, I don't know. Your I, eyes are big <laughs> asking me this question, so I'm assuming you're like, oh, you fool. <laughs> I, here's the thing. I, I would like to say, like, yeah, I don't need that stuff. But if someone's like, hey, I could, I could give you superpowers, but I would just know where you are all the time, and you'd have, like, a little chip in your bag. I'd be like, man, yeah. Sounds, so you can track me from work and yeah. home? <laughs> As I jump really far home and work. <laughs> yes, sounds it good. Wouldn't need a car. Yeah. Um, so anyway, so Mulder and Scully. Duo. Yeah, I mean, like, the, the show came out in 93, and it really did, like, define, like, the whole, like, I don't want to say buddy, but, I mean, like, it was, like, a, I don't know, there's a lot of shows out there that are a lot like X-Files, but then there's also a lot of shows that sort of try to copy the relationship between the two of them, yeah. as opposed to just, like... like like bones or yeah castle, castle or something yeah. like that yeah so all that stuff so yeah that's fine what if one. what if it was like one weird arm <laughs> what's the side effect yeah. are you still on this <laughs> like what if you what? just had like one super weird arm like an but the extra rest of you, arm uh, 
No. Well, define one, weird arm. Yeah, like what's it's a weird arm? Weird like it doesn't. Like a does it still work? Or? Like, a like crab? okay, so yeah, it's like it's like a tentacle, but at the end of it, there's like a, a crab pin, like pincer. Is it like a like a? But the rest of like you is super handsome. Like his arms just like straight alien. Yeah, sort of like that. You had one super weird arm, but you were really strong, really fast, and real handsome. Everywhere and you could else. use the alien weapons really because handsome. your arm fit yes. their guns. <laughs> I'd probably still say no. I think I would have to say no to that one. What? <laughs> I'm imagining District 9's arm, and it's grotesque. Yeah, and I'm like, it's awful. It's just, it just like, looks painful. You know yeah, what I mean? he's like, oh, my skin. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, I'm not, not, not about that life. Yeah. Oh, my yeah, God. He didn't choose that idea. for himself, and I don't either. But he'd be super handsome with just a really gross arm. Yeah, I don't think he would arm. make up for the, <laughs> for the handsome. But you could just chop it off. You know what I mean? Then you're just then you're but then, one, you only have one arm yeah. then. But it's a one real strong arm. <laughs> one real strong, real you handsome can, you arm. You have one, one real strong arm or two perfectly normal arms that you're already used to using. That aren't that strong. <laughs> yeah, or handsome. Can you tear a car apart with those arms? I don't think so. How do you tear a car apart with one arm? I don't, you just chop you know, it. if you have two. I mean, if you have the well, tentacle, you, the you just, like, arm, yeah. tentacle it. And you got to, like, hold it down with a foot while you're ripping <laughs> it apart. Hey, but you could do that if you had the alien DNA. Anyway. I'll pass. I'll pass on that. <laughs> um, man, I don't know what I want to do next. I got. I just wrote down so many. I don't know where to go. The, I'm going to go with... I'm going to just change it all up and say Daft Punk. <gasps> no way. Are they on your list? I wrote Daft and Punk. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> That's so well, we, could, we can sort of tag team this one because, okay. man, they are you, man. an incredible duo. Like, they, they've been around so long, too. Like, longer than people give them credit for, longer than people know. They also started the whole, like, masked DJ mm-hmm. sort of movement, which is... It was revolutionary because now you see that crap happening all, all the, the time, time, right? And like most popular, like you know, Dead Mouse and Marshmallow, and like Dead Mouse was re- relatively close to the Daft yeah, Punk era. Yeah. He's been around for a while, but like, yeah, Marshmallow. Yeah, Daft Punk was like, po- like before, like they were like popular even like in America. They were like freaking like breaking open the scene in like the French like disco club. Is that where they're house. from? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and they were just like revolutionizing like a brand new sort of genre of music and they've still been like innovating and pushing forward and doing all sorts of like Collabs amazing stuff yeah stuff, like with yeah. Kanye and like all <laughs> that sort Pharrell, of thing yeah, yeah. And it's just been awesome because I, growing up you know I was like when I was becoming my own person all that sort of stuff I was like punk hardcore metal like that sort of thing and like now as I'm like getting older like I'm really sort of like opening up and like you know into like EDM EDM and just yeah like wave music and just all sorts of stuff like that and just it's like a brand new frontier and like the sort of deeper you get and like the further back you sort of travel like when that music was like sort of emerging you can you can definitely see like oh my gosh like yeah like this music is the direct influence of like mm-hmm. all this stuff you're hearing today and like all these like especially even like pop now like yeah. trendy like radio pop music it's just like all EDM and it's like all stemming from like this like core of you know like this old school sort of like house music yeah which Daft Punk was a huge, huge like 
the grandfathers of, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, because house wasn't even a thing until more recently. Yeah. It was, like, trance and, like, mm-hmm. just that straight EDM where it's just, like, very progressive, like, start with one layer, yeah. continue up from there, which is, like, kind of, like, how Dead Mouse was and, like, even, like, Swedish House Mafia and stuff mm-hmm. like that, like, those older EDM I just, every Bands. time I think of Daft Punk, I think of that music video with that fingers, with that fingers, with that with fingers, you know that one with that fingers, with those fingers, Daft where fingers, <laughs> where it's that song, that harder, faster, stronger, alien DNA, Better, stronger, um, yeah. yeah, where that person does like the, oh yeah, where the they're fingers. like doing all the, the, yeah, I know what you're talking about, I don't know what you're talking about, so okay, that, well. like, you know how like in that song, uh-huh. It's like they're constantly saying different things. Well, they've written like harder, better, faster, stronger, like on like different parts of their hands. So they're like constantly turning like that part and like folding their fingers it's, towards the that, camera. That's like a, it's a very style mesmerizing. Of dance, right? What's that called? Is that is that tutting? What is tutting? Tutting is like more of like an all. <laughs> I know what tutting is. It, yeah. No, it's not tutting. Okay. It it it's pre, literally it's like just it pre like. It pre, like, like I think what, I saw this on word? like E Bombs World. Uh, okay. Like that's how old this is predates predates it predates tutting it's it's just it's literally like their fingers and they have words written on their fingers and yeah. so they're like turning them I'll to match to like later. when the when he's saying like those gotcha. specific things Man. that's E-bombs what world, I think. Dude. I, that's yeah that's it's what freaking I, think lit. I just remember the technologic like video with that weird glob that was like <laughs> saying all the words like Dude, old school music videos <laughs> are buck wild. If you get back in there and just sort of do a deep dive, it's it's. it's I don't scary, know what dude. those directors were thinking or like who was freaking producing those things. Like they were buck wild. Yeah, what was that one with the um? Was it Jamiroquai with like the rotating room? Was that no? I never mind. Okay. Well, we're just gonna edit know that part what out. That is what. What was that word you just said? Jamiroquai? Yeah, I've never, never heard You've of that. You've never heard of Jamiroquai? <gasps> You've never heard of Genuine? <laughs> yeah, I know. Like, this is like a moment. You're Genuine's cousin? <laughs> the Genuine? Oh, my gosh. All right, well. <clears throat> okay. Who's, who's next, dude? Let's just get in there. I just kind of want to, like, rapid fire a few. All right. If that's okay. cool with yeah. y'all. There's yeah. no rules I mean, here. Like, just right. No. I don't really have, like I said, I don't have, like, a ton of in-depth stuff. I just have, like... Duos, yeah, a bunch Sorry. of good duos. There, here's the thing, there's so freaking many. So there freaking. are you know so I mean? many, and it's not like, oh yeah, I want to talk about Mario and Luigi, and like it's like uh, that stuff is like obvious, you know. So uh-huh. I was like yeah. trying to pull on stuff. That's, that's what more, I had. Yeah, I was like, oh, they I figured have that this. you guys would say yeah, that that's one. What so I, I was like, too. I'm not gonna put so that it's one just on off all of our lists. I was trying to do something <laughs> that like was a little bit deeper and more connected to like me, my, yes. yeah, my, my, minus, minus. <laughs> I, I put like uh, Calvin and Hobbes. Man, on that was here. next on my list. <laughs> did, you just, did you just copy his work? This is on mine. What are you? I'll let you. I'll let you. I'll let you delve into that one. So I'll just rapid fire that one out. You can come back to it. Uh, Stewie and Brian. Oh, that one almost made my list. Um, but I figured it would be on yours, so I didn't put it on mine. Uh, Jules and Vincent from Pulp Fiction. Oh, nice. Oh. Um, James, I was like, huh? James Franco and Seth Rogen. <laughs> They're a pretty good duo. As far as like, I mean, well, hold on. Let me think about this for a second. 
<laughs> because I've seen, I'm thinking of their one movie, Pineapple Express. But they're, they're like featured, they're like kind of like the Rob Schneider, uh, Adam Sandler duo where they're like in yeah, but, their movies. Well. But, but, you know, I know that, but I'm saying like they're, I would say like Adam Sandler, Rob Schneider are like more far removed from each other in most of their movies, even though they're like featured. I would say like James Franco and Seth Rogen like directly interact with each other almost yeah. all the time in their movies. Um, yeah, I specifically <laughs> like, I don't know. I just, I like both of their humor and I like when they're together. Um, even in movies where they're like, their characters don't actually intertwine the fact that they're both in the movie. I'm like jazzed about like uh, the Green Hornet. I don't know if either of you have seen that. Movie. I have seen that. Where did that movie go, dude? What? Dude, I the love that movie. I, I own it. It's, <laughs> I freaking love that movie. James Franco is literally in only the opening scene, yeah. but like. <laughs> Man, I haven't seen that movie in like ten years. It's what? fantastic, dude. Christoph Waltz is the villain of that movie. It's like crazy. the crazy dude. So it's yeah. Seth Rogen is like the Green Hornet. He's like this this billionaire's son who's. You know, he's, he's just like a super joke, entitled, honestly, yeah. yeah. And he just like has money, and he's like, "I'm going to be a superhero." And oh. then like he sucks, oh, but his remember. like, but his, his like partner doesn't yeah. suck. His like knows like really is kung he's, fu, and yeah, knows how to like be the crazy mechanic and invent yeah. stuff. And so he's just like a rich white guy, right? He's like the worst parts of Batman. <laughs> yeah, like, <laughs> yeah, he's like the worst. Right. He's like like <laughs> if Batman really sucked, it was like if Batman had like a younger brother that was like awful. It would be Seth Rogen, yeah, the Green Hornet, yeah. All right. He, he, their idea is pretty much like to be, to act like they're villains, so they get like ahead in the villain game, but really they're heroes. So by like knocking mm. off like other villains, like people would think, oh, they're just trying to be like head villain, but really they're uh, like the gotcha. good guys and okay. they're just pretending to be villains. Yeah. Yeah. Weird. Anyways, yeah, James Franco, Seth Rogen. <laughs> all those other people Bill Hader Andy Samberg I actually think I didn't think about that one the Andy Samberg and what's the dude he makes all the music with I don't remember his name they're a pretty good duo they're a pretty good duo they had like they had like a pretty like steep rise was... for a second and then that what is it the Lonely Island the Lonely yeah, Island I, like, I thought that like was three of them yeah, yeah there was three oh, of them oh there was the producer honestly too. I was thinking Bill Hader and comedy but I was like <laughs> I don't know if that's like a duo so like I mean I mean on, on that though I'll, I'll give you one that is sort of like that and check this out dude are you ready <laughs> are you ready <laughs> sorry Oh, so ready? Pencil and paper. Okay. Well, okay. Oh, we're Whoa. gonna get yeah. deep Dude. now. Yeah. Well, here's here's what I was thinking about. <clears throat> I was thinking about Dungeons and Dragons. Dungeons. <laughs> Dungeons and Dragons. Huh? Dungeons and Dragons. Sorry. Dungeons and Dragons. <laughs> <laughs> and I was also thinking about. I mean, when I write anything for work, or when I'm writing for college, or when I would do anything like that, it would. I had a laptop, had a computer. It would always be done with pencil and paper. Right. I would write everything out. Like I, there is something about the tactile nature of putting a pencil to paper that strikes incredible amounts of joy in me. Yes. And when you combine that with RPG elements <laughs> and friendship, you know what I mean? <laughs> it becomes like an even more powerful sort of force. Like. 
I would say like 85% of the reasons why I enjoy playing that game is because I like having my freaking <laughs> leather bound folder that I open up and all my character sheets are in there and my note cards and my magic cards and I have like my pencil and my pencil sharpener and my eraser. It is so good. It's so good. Yeah. Who knew that the dual episode was going to be the nerdiest episode Nerdiest that we do? I just, episode. I love, I love a fresh sheet of paper and I love... That a newly sharpened pencil so much mm. and that first sort of stroke that you get and that nice like like scratch like oh my god it's so good wait so you're <laughs> so mechanical or no sharpened? no 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 i i mean i'll use a mechanical pencil but if it's like oh here's an like a freshly sharpened number two pencil <laughs> or this mechanical pencil i would like just like You'd that mechanical trash yeah. that's yeah. the thing is like i like a freshly sharpened pencil but for me it that does not last long it's well no like, that's why you got your pencil like sharpener. you break it how like hard on the are you first no, like, yeah, you gotta, and you're like no 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 you gotta savor that you gotta say how hard thing, are you bro. pressing down or you know when you know this this is like pet question <laughs> oh my goodness like it's when avoiding. you do have like the sharpened pencil and like just that top part of the lead like like does that oh my god it's game over i'm like I'm not even going to try to sharpen that. Just toss it. Actually, let's try to toss it in the ceiling like we always <laughs> did in high school. Oh, you know who you else does do it? Fox Mulder on X-Files. <laughs> <laughs> Who's that? Don't worry about it. Um, no, I understand that. Like when <clears throat> in the latest D and D session that we were having, I was sort of the note keeper just because I wanted to write. The stenographer. And so, pretty much yeah i would like write down like what we did like uh -huh. in like a store like a almost like a journal way um and then like would then type it up but like just writing it like it would i would actually like pay attention more to mm -hmm. what brandon would be saying like as the dm or anything because i usually don't <laughs> well no but i mean like it caused me to like have to be, yeah no it just zones out i'm just like oh i haven't um but it caused me to like pay attention more um <clears throat> And but yeah, it it, it was That's like I was I just take, like writing. Yeah, all my notes in college. Like when I had a lecture class, I would literally just sit, like just in order to stay awake, I would literally just write everything they said. Yeah, I would just like practice my handwriting and like see how fast I can write and see if I could literally write out everything they were saying. Yeah. I, that's why I mean all of this is written down yeah. I'm holding a piece of paper right I, now but I have everything <laughs> written down on because it's like I wouldn't I like typing and I'm just like Bleh. but mm -hmm. like yeah, I can agree with that. I, I was more inclined to use pens though. Yeah. Well, I mean, like I, I, I feel that too. Like I'm using a pen right now. Like I, I still like. It's not always like even like if I'm it was the, even if it, I had but. pencils, I'd still choose the pen. Yeah. It's easier know, it's for me. Flowy. Yeah. It's easier for me to like write like extensively with with a pen. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? And I've just like, like you were saying, like when I'm like trying to create something and I'm like at my computer, it does. There's a massive yeah. stop. It's like <laughs> full stop. But there's something about sitting down and like being able to write there is like a flow like you're talking about you mm -hmm. sort of like get into like this sort of like meditative almost like thing where you can just keep going because you have momentum right and i think you could sort of get that with i'm sure people can get that with keyboards you know what i mean and like typing stuff out it just doesn't work that way for me right so right. pencil paper pencil paper it's a classic a classic duo it's a classic it's better than peanut butter and jelly I wouldn't know. <laughs> you wouldn't know. I, I was thinking about peanut butter and jelly. And I was like, oh man. I was I was gonna say chocolate and peanut butter, but I was like, no, I can't. I mean, you can. <laughs> no, because if I say <laughs> the words peanut butter, they might go in the air and you'll die. Yeah. Okay. Chocolate and peanut butter, peanut butter and jelly. 
Yeah, you two pull um, this out. Peanut butter and jelly. Peanut butter and jelly, right? Yeah. All the way. Yeah. I mean, I love chocolate and peanut butter too, but man. but only like in like a shaped Reese's, <laughs> if that makes any sense. I don't know. I don't really. I'm not a big Reese's fan unless they're what? in like a tree or pumpkin shape. What? Yeah. Wait. <laughs> what? Like not, not just like a Reese's cup. Yeah. Or like I Reese's pieces. The chocolate. The no? chocolate isn't. That good I think the to chocolate me. is different when it goes in like the eggs, like it's yes. softer. Yeah, softer and so chocolate. it's like so much better. I think when it's like in. Like There's a also Christmas like way tree. more peanut butter in those. Yes, which is great. I just love peanut butter. People that it doesn't kill. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Agreed. <laughs> one day, one day we'll be able to celebrate just by eating a jar of peanut butter and then immediately throwing up because that sounds really gross. <laughs> Man. Crunchy. No. no. We're no, smooth. Okay. Creamy all <laughs> the way. Yeah. I hate crunchy peanut butter. Yeah. It actually goes ri- like right it against. It's like a very like, distinct, well, like, no. Yeah, no, no, no. <laughs> but with pen and paper, like, when I was in college and I would be writing out, like, at the, the cafeteria, I would always get, they had the best peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. Because really? they had, like, it would come in, like, two slices that were in, like, those plasticky, like, mm-hmm. sandwich containers. And it was, like... It was like an inch and a half thick, like Texas toast white bread. Just like the worst, nastiest, cheapest, but like pillowy, soft, gloriously sweet, and just like starchy white bread with like super cheap sugary grape jelly and just like super creamy peanut butter. Oh my God. They were a dollar fifty. A dollar fifty? A dollar fifty. I would get them every day before my history class. Did you have you ever had a peanut butter and jelly with strawberry jelly or jam? Yeah. Do you prefer that, dude? If I'm being honest, grape. If I'm being honest, apricot. Really? Apricot, hundred percent. I've never had that. Oh my god, dude! Apricot jam, so freaking choice. With peanut butter. What about like an apple butter? That'd be good. With peanut butter, no, because it has to like. That's Ah, too much. That's too like. Yeah, no, you're fine. (laughs) I know. There's, there, I think it'd be a little too deep. Everything yeah. would be too deep. Like you need that jelly to sort of like brighten yes. the peanut butter. Although I, <laughs> this is a, a, a deep cut um, marshmallow fluff and peanut butter. Okay. This was this might have been a northern thing it, that we did. Yeah, I never <laughs> because, touched that, but yeah, it because, sounds good. Yeah, like you just put like marshmallow. No, fluff I, I know people peanut- that did, did that in Texas. Oh. Really? Yeah. What do they call them? Um, it was like. Flutter or like fluffer. Nutter flutters. Yeah, that's what it is. Really? Yeah. Oh, I never had a name for it. I just I was like, now what was the name? Now it's intrigued by headspace. Yeah. I think Nutter about it. flutters, and it was that's what it was. It was like that sandwich. I think about that now, and it's like that sounds like it would just paste your just mouth you. shut yeah. for <laughs> five days. <laughs> it's just like it'd be so sticky, and just like, what am I You're doing with my life? For yeah. eternity. I can't yes. believe you know how to PB and J with apricot. No, I've only I. Here's here's the here's the secret though, dude. If you want to get real crazy, if you want to get real crazy, you get that nice fluffy white bread. You put some creamy peanut like butter Wonder on bread? there. Yeah, mm-hmm. whatever you got, and then apricot jelly. But in between those two, so you got apricot jam on one side, and then you have the 
peanut butter on one side. Then you sprinkle goldfish up in there, dude. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. I, know. What I, I am now starting to wonder <laughs> if entered the void of did Simon's this sandwich soul. come about when you were might have possibly listen. Been. We don't need to talk about like when it came about. This is like because Munchies what? menu. Although, 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 I will have to say I've never done goldfish. I have done potato chips. Okay. You've done them. Yeah. <laughs> done some goldfish. Yeah, just crushed them up. No, I, like put potato chips like on peanut butter in a peanut butter jelly. It's the same situation. It's the salty sweet. Like yeah. having like because I mean even like peanut straight butter like itself, Breakfast Club like Pixie Sticks and Captain Crunch on there. Yeah, I mean, you yeah, can't do you Captain crush. Crunch. Peanut I butter never... Captain Crunch is also a great. Oh well, my God. yeah. I'm so hungry. <laughs> Well, try this on for size. Yeah, I have a duo here. on here that is straight food. Okay. It's chicken and waffles. Oh, man. See, I'm not... Okay. I don't understand. I, I don't understand. You don't understand? understand? Oh, it's I don't understand so chicken good. and waffles. What do you it's not that understand? salty and that Because savory I just eat the waffles and, and I eat the chicken and I put, like, I just eat, you gotta like... You got to go together, yeah. I'm not like in like a sandwich? No, like do you no, no, put no, the no. chicken between the <laughs> No, this no, is what I don't Dana. understand. Dana, no. Dana. No. <laughs> this is what I don't understand. You got the waffle, you got the syrup, that sweet, like thick Belgian waffle, mm, and then you got that crispy fried oh, chicken. Oh yeah. <laughs> How do you like what is not to get about that? Because like, I well no, okay, it's I just don't understand. Because I'm one where I eat my food separate. I don't know what I mean. Like, I, I don't know what I mean. I don't know. I understand what you're saying because yeah. I am typically that person too. I will I will eat this one part and then I'll yes. eat this part. Yeah. But even if you're eating those things separately together. But they're on the same plate. It's, it's so like great. It's all entering you like in the same sitting. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's not like I had chicken and now I'm going to go and get another plate of waffles. You're like having a plate of chicken and waffles. So even if you're like, finish all my waffles, now I'm eating this chicken. Do it's you put, like you still have those mm-hmm. chicken flavors in your yeah, mouth and you start those, eating that, the waffles and you're like, just, yeah. oh, do you yeah. put Do you put syrup on the chicken? Yeah, dude. Yeah, oh, yeah. Okay. You just, See, you I haven't just, tried yeah, that. that. You just put syrup on the entire plate mm-hmm. and, then, and then just and go then to town? Yeah, yeah, so even if you're not like cutting a slice of the chicken off and then putting it on top of the waffle, cutting a slice, mm-hmm. and then eating both of them together, you're still getting that, like, syrupy, sweet we gotta flavor go to, to that. Oh, dude, Lolo. We almost... See, what's funny is this list was being made by me and my friend Michael mm-hmm. while we were in the car going to soccer yesterday. He's kind of the person I bounce ideas off of. And we he was like... We were talking about food, and I was like, chicken and waffles... And he was like, man, chicken and waffles sounds so good right now. And I was like, dude, we're on the way to the game. We can't get it now. And, I was like, and he was like, dude, Lolo's is open till 10. And I was like, stop. <laughs> I was like, I don't think I'll be hungry for that after we finish this game. After I've run like a total of eight miles. <laughs> yeah. And uh, like, and we weren't hungry for that afterwards. But man, we literally drove right by it. And we're like, where is that at? There's a Lolo's. Uh, it's in South Lake. Yeah, it's. Oh, so it's legit. by Steel City, isn't mm-hmm. it? Yeah, yeah, it's in that same area. Yeah, me mm-hmm. and Lydia drove by it one time. It's so it's legit. so good. And Tabby was like in the back seat, like go go, go like trying to convince her to go, and I was go? I didn't know what it was. AFGF goes to Lolo's. Yeah, we'll just do the podcast. We from there. cannot have that many food videos. <laughs> do y'all like the food videos? Let us know because I love food. <laughs> yeah, I love food, and I want to do. We're gonna more try food peanut stuff. butter and apricot. Man. Jelly. I thought you said Africa. 
<laughs> Peanut butter and Africa jelly. <laughs> I don't even know what that would be. Oh, Dana's on some It'd next level It'd be spicy. Stuff. Yeah. <laughs> it's goat. Yikes, dude. <laughs> goat chili. Ew. It sounds real. <laughs> okay, where right. are we? Dana hasn't said one in a while. I haven't. Me and Simon <laughs> just like, bam, 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 um, I'll do an honorable mention that you guys probably won't know. Okay. okay. Um, it's Richard Iowaiti and Neil Fielding. Noel Fielding, sorry. <laughs> Noel Fielding. Right. Richard and Neil. Are they the... Noel. Noel. I messed it up. Are they the Flying Concords boys? No. The Flight of the... Flight of the Concords. That's, that's, that's a no, solid that's duo, too. Yeah. Yeah. That is a good yeah. duo. No, they are... Um, I like them. They you were don't. both in... Or you do. You don't or you do? I don't. The Flight of the Concords guys? Okay. Um, I don't really like them. We can't be friends anymore. <laughs> I'm with you. Oh, okay, good. Oh, man. <laughs> I don't get it. <laughs> I think they're did you watch the show or did you just listen to the music? I just listened to music. Wait, you yeah, have to watch the show. I just, I've it, only the, ever seen The, the like, music is like based off of the show. Yeah, people so. have just like shown me, like, hey, watch these, like. Hey, watch the hip hop apotamus. And yeah, I'm like, watch okay. these guys do music. And I'm like, you I don't, don't really get their, like, because they're like almost in character when they're performing. So it's like, you got, you got, the, the show explains the music more. So. Okay. Um, but no, these guys are not the play the Concord. No, they were both in the IT crowd. Um, oh. One was Moss with the big, the frizzy hair. With the glasses? Yeah, that's Richard okay. Iowaiti. And then Noel Fielding is... other things? I mean, he has been. He was in, um, I think he was in Hot Tub Time Machine. I never saw that. Okay, well, I don't know. <laughs> I was a guess. Um, and then Noel Fielding was like the vampire guy who lived in the back room who they never talked about. Hmm. Who did like hmm. IT? I anyway, never saw the show. Yeah, same. They're both comedians, and they do every year in Britain. They do the big fat quiz show of the year, where it's like they have like all these celebrities, and they just ask them stupid questions, and uh-huh. they have stupid answers. But they've been partnered up before like several times, and they just play off each other very well. Nice. And so, if you go to YouTube and look that up, <laughs> you funny. can enjoy it too. <laughs> I've seen like a lot of gifts from that show yeah and i'm always like yeah i don't really know what show this is but i've seen that guy's face like i knew who you were talking yeah, about the, i don't know what his nationality is but he's a little darker yeah 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 that guy yeah and i was like yeah he seems he's funny. funny yeah he's pretty funny so that's an honorable mention yeah good um <clears throat> the one that i have here that goes ad nauseum is uh frodo and sam didn't I thought even it was going to be uh, Abed and... That's an honorable mention. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's an honorable mention that I have, Troy and Abed. No, it's Frodo and Sam. Why would I have, why would I have this much text on Troy and Abed? Um, you like community. <laughs> yeah, true. Uh, no, so Frodo and Sam. Who are, they, who are they? They're from Lord of the Rings. Oh Frodo God. Baggins and Samwise Gamgee. Yeah. Um, Gamgee. <laughs> that's his name. Um... Frodo is basically the master of Samwise because Samwise is his gardener. I've never really got that. What? He's his gardener? Well, like, yeah. like that part I get, master? but like the, that part where he's like... Well, he works for him. Right, but like as a slave? Are they friends? <laughs> They're not... No, not in... Okay, so that's... They are friends. They just work for each like other, but like in the friend book, he, relationship. Well, in the book, he calls him Master Frodo a lot. Yeah, that's yeah. what. But it's not like a slave relationship. It's weird. It's like Tolkien was like, 
wanted like to an, make sure that it was like this isn't a slave thing. It's like and indentured servitude. Yeah. yeah. Weird. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, but confirmed <laughs> <laughs> right here between us. Um, but the thing that made, I mean, Sam is basically the ultimate hero of Lord of the Rings. Right. Because he mm. saves Frodo. He saves Frodo. But, I mean, that doesn't happen in the books. Well, well we all saw it. But the <laughs> thing is, the thing is, Frodo basically fails his quest. Yeah. yeah and Frodo stinks. He does. No, he, uh, Frodo grows through the book as, like, he becomes, like, a, a like a noble like he he holds himself much higher uh, towards the end of the story, and and Samwise has more respect for him because of that. You know, it's like they're still equal, but he's like, I now have more respect for you because you are, you know, higher up, I guess, in the higher whatever. Anyway, mm-hmm. um, so so in the books, Frodo fails his quest, and it haunts him for the rest of his life. Um, and Samwise still like stays by his side throughout his like Frodo's depression after it's a good the friend, whole thing. Dude. He like stays by his side, but it's ultimately not enough. Like Frodo still like beats himself up for not being able to, um, like cast out ultimate evil basically. And so then he goes to the Grey Havens. But like Frodo like or Sam like stays at his side the whole time, and like never doubts him, never wavers anything for him. And so it's like. So really, it's just like Sam's really cool. Yeah. And Frodo, and Frodo sucks. It's yeah, just a little like bit. a guy. I mean, that's fair. So. Way to go, Sam. Yeah, Sam's like the ultimate best friend. So I have a unrelated. It's related to Lord of the Rings, but unrelated to them. Mm-hmm. Question. <clears throat> At the end of the movie, the third movie, where where do they where do they go? Who, Bilbo and Frodo? No. Um, well, I guess Bilbo and Frodo. I mean, isn't it... <laughs> when they go to the Grey Havens? Yeah, they're in that boat. Yeah. Where are they so going? So they go to the Grey Havens, which is technically not part of Middle Earth. <laughs> okay, so bear with me here. All right. Push his glasses <laughs> up nose. Um, they go to the Grey Havens, which is basically not part of Middle Earth. It's where the elves go to die because elves are immortal. And so they have to depart Middle Earth in order to die. So there's, in Tolkien's world, there's Middle Earth, there's, um, I think, High Heaven and Low Hell or something like that. Um, And then there's, beyond that, beyond Middle Earth is, like, where there's, like, other worlds, but they don't ever interact. Hmm. So Frodo and Bilbo are given the high honor of going to the Grey Havens. With the elves. With the elves. To basically die, yes. Um, but they don't see it as dying. They just see it as heading west um, into the Grey Havens, into the mist. God, that's so poetic and awesome. <laughs> and also <laughs> kind of morbid. Well, I, I mean, is it yeah. that much more morbid I mean, than just, like, staying on Earth waiting to die? Yeah. Well, especially, like, if you're an elf, like, they're immortal. So this is a chance for them to be, like, I've done all I can in this world. What if you could just, like, hey, guys... Going west. <laughs> and he'd be like, I think right. I'm, I think I'm done. Yeah, I mean, everyone. I've been alive it. for like two thousand years or whatever, so I'm just gonna I'm gonna <laughs> kick gonna it and head west. Yeah. And then you end up it's in California. Real. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh no, this is awful. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, like, they can be killed. 
Yeah. Well, yes, yeah, but I mean, they don't <laughs> die from like R- old age. Right. So you can still just like live a very yeah like militaristic lifestyle and hope to die in battle at some point. I mean, I guess if you're like suicidal mm-hmm. in battle. Well, I mean, that's. Uh, just because, like, you to get killed in battles would be your suicide. No, I'm saying if you want to die, though. No, I'm just saying, like, instead of going to the Grey Havens or living for centuries, like, if I were to fight and die, then I wouldn't be immortal. And You know, I'm just like, there are... It's not like you're... The immortality is tied to you not being killed. Yes. Right, yeah, okay. It's not just, like, pure immortality, like, I cannot be killed. Well, that's the whole thing with elves, though, is that they don't want to do battle. I like the Battle of Helm's Deep was yeah. a big deal. All right. Deviating. Yeah. <laughs> Let's yeah. get back on track. We're probably going to cut that out. <laughs> yep. Yeah, that whole That's entire fair. thing. Um, where are we? I don't know. I, You. It's me. Me? I've got a couple. I've got a oh. couple. I don't know where to go. Let's see. Oh, God. I'm just going to do that instead. Every time. Hey, do you have news or? <laughs> oh, I've got news. Oh, I've got. What news. does that mean? What is that shining on the news thing? It's news. What do we do in the news segment? We talk about the news. Oh, okay. Well, I find an article and then we talk about it. Actually, like usually we do like a guessing thing, but th- this would be hard for you guys to guess, and it was just really interesting to me, which is why I picked it. But um, the title of this article pushes glasses up nose okay fair <laughs> physicists can finally peek at schrodinger's cat without killing it forever okay wait okay. what i thought yeah. that, that was like a for sure because i thought the whole thing with schrodinger's cat was is it alive or is it right dead? it's right. both oh, but until man. you confirm it yeah so, so let how, me let me get into this but All if right. you peek at it you'll know at least we can sneak a peek at the dead and alive cat that's what the little subtitle is so Pretty much, they're saying there's this, like, there may be a way of sneaking a peek at Schrodinger's cat, which is, like, the experiment that describes the mysterious behavior of subatomic particles without permanently killing the hypothetical animal. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> so, like, th- the reason why, like, looking at it before would kill or bring to life this cat is because, like, it introduces, like, photons of light because in order to look at something you have to have light on it mm-hmm. and that like at a subatomic like level creates energy and so it would change the state of the energy of that of those particles so there was no way to look at it without changing its state right so <laughs> they're saying like um sorry let me scroll down it's kind of a I read, like, all of it, and was very interested, but I don't... It's kind of a longer read, so... Um, what they're saying is, like, um, there's a way to, like, get... So, like, what they're doing, pretty much, is um, taking, like, a picture, a quote-quote picture of what's going on inside of the box, and then if they don't open the box, like the fact that like the picture was taken like they captured that data doesn't change like sorry I, like this is a really bad way of explaining <laughs> it i'm just gonna try to read it because it's like i'm making it sound harder than it is but 
Okay, so say that the cat is still in the box. Uh, but rather than looking inside to determine whether the cat is alive or dead, you set up a camera outside the box that can somehow take a picture inside of it for the sake of thought experiment. experiment. Ignore the fact that the physical cameras don't actually work like that. Once the picture is taken, the camera has two kinds of information. How the cat changed as a result of the picture being taken and whether the cat is alive or dead after the interaction. None of that information has been lost yet. And depending on how you choose to, quote, develop the image, you retrieve one or the other piece of information. So think of a coin flip. You can choose either to know if a coin was flipped or if it's currently heads or tails, but you can't know both. What's more, if you know how a quantum system has was changed and if that change is reversible, then it's possible to restore its initial state. In the case of the coin, you would flip it back. So if you take a picture of Schrodinger's cat and it's dead. And you but you know that but they but by looking at the picture and looking at that information, they can tell if it's like reversible or not then they can determine what the reverse end of that was. So before the picture was taken, it was the other way. Oh, so it would determine on like, okay, so they could determine, oh, this picture being, this This picture, picture like, is what changed killed it. The, yeah, changed okay. the state of it. Like it was dead, now it's alive, or it's dead now, but it was alive. Mm-hmm. And like judging from like that picture, that information, then they could tell if the change is reversible and then they could assume what it was before the picture was taken. That's pretty crazy. That is crazy. Also, I think at this point, isn't like the cat a bad example now? Because it's <laughs> yeah, like, kind of, kind if, of. It, if it's, if the picture you're taking is like, it can't resurrect the cat. <laughs> right. Also, this picture can also see through boxes. <laughs> like it only seems like the pic, like in the terms of the cat, it only seems like the picture can kill the cat. Right. But can the picture bring the cat back to yeah, life? Yeah, I think the picture can they bring the cat back to the life. Button. Well, that's <laughs> the, the thing, because like, if it's, back. like, dead, it can be, like, brought to life is the thing, like, with the particles. Because, like, if we if we talk about, like, the way, like, energy is, like, with the photons, like, giving energy to something, like, uh-huh. if it was, like, quote-unquote dead, like, taking a picture of it and putting, like, energy into that box would bring something to life that may have not been alive does that make sense i've got good news dude i've got a camera come come on down to simon's cat revivision chamber where i (laughs) i resurrect all your cats revivision resurrection central just put them in this box i'll like snap snap click click flash flash here you go dude zombie cat zombie you're welcome sorry that'll be four hundred dollars yeah so super like that's a bargain crazy physics thing but i thought it was interesting also the weird way to just talk about existential cats being alive or dead and looking at them through boxes and determining if the coin is flipped or not man do you guys like cats i don't know i here's the thing it's not that like that's a no I, <laughs> it's not that no I, one says yes with that yeah. start yeah but here's the thing no i just like dogs way more like my love for dogs is so powerful. It's so high. <laughs> it just obliterates so cats. It's just so out there that like Wait. there's no more room for cats. So if 
dogs didn't exist, you're saying you would like cats. Man, if dogs didn't exist, why would you even put that thought? What? If dogs didn't <laughs> now exist, he's crying. <laughs> would you like cats? That's the question. I think I'd go with a pig. Yeah, that's he's, what I'm saying. Okay. Like, is it the, is there another animal that still supersedes the cat at yeah. that point, or would, is it the do you cat? Think, hold on, wait. Do you think that if like dogs and like wolves and stuff like that didn't exist, just like the whole canine oh my God. familia? Yeah. Do you think that we would have bred cats like we did dogs? I don't oh. know if we would have made it. You know what I mean? <laughs> I, you, I think so. Made it, like go, humans? Well, if you go way back, Well, right? but we worshipped... Uh, we. Egypt. <laughs> we. Not us. Us. In this room, <laughs> before this podcast started... The human race. Egypt, like, worshipped cats, like... True. Somehow. Back then. But, like, could you imagine them being, like... Yeah, you know, it's like you <laughs> see like a but pug cat like, and be like you evolved from this thing and it's like a also lion be like, like this sucks. dog figures too. So like Anubis. Oh, Anubis. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but those are always like humanoid. The cats were just cats. Like reverse centaurs. <laughs> the cats were like didn't they have like <laughs> oh, the, the, the sphinx? Great body, weird head. Oh yeah, the, the sphinx. sphinx is like a half and half. So it's got like a oh, yeah, more human face and then like the cat body. Yeah. But no nose. Yeah, I don't think I would go with the cat though. If, even if there weren't dogs, I think you'd get yourself, you know, a pot belly pig. Those guys are like smart. <laughs> They're pretty loyal. Man. I think if the cats were like, had more interesting breeds, maybe. I feel like cats are like, I would want oh, like a big orange cat. cat, gray cat, black. Like they're not like different. They're yeah. just like, this cat's a different color. <laughs> They're like, just very. I would want like a big cat. Like I can get a big dog. I would want like oh here's like, like a lap cat. Yeah, here's like a huge cat. Yeah, no, here's like a black jaguar that is now your pet. And I'm like, yes, please. Yeah. Like, like this oh, wait, is awesome. No, this has to eat like 80 pounds of raw meat a day. Oh, that's fine. No, totally worth it. I mean, is it? Because that's expensive. Uh, I I get to yeah. feed my dog like kibble. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I like had to go buy dog food the other day and it was like a 25 pound if, bag okay, for 60 Okay, so you're bucks, saying like if you like, had yeah. the option of having a wolf, like a dire wolf. Oh, I'd have a wolf. Oh, well, they wolf. Could but, but no, but they would still eat the 80 pounds of meat all the time. They would, so. no, they I don't, don't think wolves... That much. <laughs> I, like a, a, a dire huge, wolf, though? a dire wolf. I'm not talking about just a just, just a wolf. I think it would need like, like it would definitely wolf. need like meat, like a supplement of like meat and that sort of thing for its diet. But I don't think it needs the type of sustenance that like a lion or a tiger, because they 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 have to have. Jaguars are smaller than both of those animals you just said. How big is a jaguar? Jaguar is probably as big as a wolf is. Like a regular wolf. I mean, wolves are huge, though. No, I'm not saying they're small. I'm just saying they're I not like the jaguar lion, I guess I lion thought they were bigger. size. Yeah, I thought the jaguars were bigger, too. <laughs> I don't I'm I messing don't know. with a jaguar. I'd, I'd mess with one. <laughs> like, Smack like, it on yeah. the face. Punch <laughs> it. Be like, What's up, dude? <laughs> what you gonna do? You're so small. <laughs> I'm alpha. <laughs> Where are we? I don't know. Okay. You said you asked us if we liked cats. After yeah, I Schrodinger's just cat. To... Oh yeah. I was just like, did we care if Schrodinger's cat was alive or dead in the box? No. Listen, I don't. Well, well now that we can peek, it doesn't matter. Yeah. And we can resurrect it with our photon camera. I mean, yeah. it's not like the Schrodinger's cat thing was like a like an optimist pessimist thing. What did you? Pessimist. <laughs> optimist. <laughs> Pestimist? <laughs> yeah, optimist. Pestomist. Yeah, you know. I thought you were going to say Optimus Prime. You know, like the. Um, <laughs> you need a little spritz of pesto? Pestomist. 
<laughs> the optometrist pessimist thing, you know, where the glasses are half full or half empty. Uh-huh. And all your cats are dead. <laughs> what? What? I saw. Sorry, this is super off topic, but you just said the glasses half full. I, I think it was like a sports interview. I don't know what it was, but it was like a quick clip video, and the guy was like. It doesn't matter if the glass is like half full or half empty. It's always full because half of it's water and half of it's air. Like, <laughs> oh my god! It's like the end. It's like that thing where it's like the engineer says that the glass is not big enough or too big, too big. <laughs> <laughs> Simon, great Simon, great segue, great segue, Dana. <laughs> Like, yeah. Oh, yeah, Simon, and cut whoa. all of this out. Whoa. <laughs> My next, uh, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. How about this? Keenan and Kel? Keenan and Kel. Keenan and Kel. You like Keenan and Kel? Yes. Man, good burger. Man, good, good burger. burger. Home of the Keenan and Kel. <laughs> Show. I, my, one of my most vivid memories of them is when they, so when they did their show, Keenan and Kel, they would sort of do like an introduction where they like came out on stage yeah. and like you were like, hey, everybody tried to get like the crowd hyped, mm-hmm. even though it was like, you know, they still like use laugh rocks and stuff like that. <laughs> oh, yeah. 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 But at the so the end of this one show, they had some, some may remember this and it may not have been real. It looked super real. And in my mind, it's real. <laughs> you know, their whole episode was about uh, Kel ha- was eating a can of tuna and there was a screw in it uh-huh. and no keenan was eating a can of tuna and there was a screw in it uh-huh. and he was like i'm gonna sue these tuna people and make a whole lot of money <laughs> and that's gonna be my life and then he gets it all the way to court right where he's about to win and then kel is like i put the screw in the tuna and ruins everything because that's how that's how he do. Yeah. And then at the end of the show, when they come back out on the stage and they're in front of their audience, he like their their outro sort of skit was Kel just opening cans of tuna and then dumping them on the stage. And he did that with like I, if I remember correctly, and I don't know if we could like find this, but like he's just like dumping out all this tuna uh-huh. on stage. It was like the most avant-garde gross thing where they were just did they like i can't imagine what it smelled like in that room to just be dumping under out. stage lights yeah. too just hot tuna other than that though they were really great and i mean they probably were like wasn't that funny i remember it being funny but because i was a stupid kid and i mean it was most I'm, everything was funny good burger i watched that a couple years ago i'm still into that movie well yeah i mean You've, have you seen the stain have you seen Good I've Burger? I've seen Good okay. Burger. Yeah, I okay. haven't. I okay. thought, yeah. <laughs> okay. I haven't seen it recently. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, I've seen, I mean, um, a dude. He's a dude. Yeah. yeah. That, and that's that, also my favorite part where, like, Keenan gives Kel all those, like, he gives him a piece Keenan. of paper and he's, like, reading it and he's, like, Oh, I know some of these yeah. words. Yeah. <laughs> I know some of these words. <laughs> but yeah, Keenan, I guess that's more of, I, at this point, y'all, I'm just, like, all in honorable mention territory. That's like, okay, because Keenan yeah. Kel's good. I also got, um, like, Harry and Marv. <laughs> The Wet Bandits from Home Alone. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's, I was like, That's a huh? solid dude. Solid dude. Got Harry Freaking Marv. Joe Pesci. Yeah. And man, what's his name? Daniel Daniel something. Stern. Yes. Mm. This is his name. Um, were, they, were, were both of them in Home Alone 2 as well? Yes. yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. But you also had uh, 
Oh my god. The pigeon lady. Well, the no, oh, the, yeah, the pigeon lady. The the hotel guy. What's oh, his? Uh, yeah. Tim Curry. Tim yeah. Curry. Yeah. Tim. And yes. uh, Donald Rob Trump. Sh- Rob, Rob Schneider's Schneider. in oh, that yeah. movie too. He is. I think is Donald Trump in that movie. He is in that movie. Because in the Trump Towers or whatever. Him the gum tip. Yeah. <laughs> Just like, That's right. He's like, there's a lot more where that came from. And then when Buzz is at the end of the movie, he's like, asks for a tip, and Buzz just like takes a gum out of his mouth, puts it in his hand. He's like, so nice gross. family. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so they're good. Um, oh, I'll, I'll this will be like sort of like my last one, mm. but and it sort of like spans two different things. But um, the PS2 game, Eco. Oh, yep, I know. So, yeah, it's isn't like, it like the prequel Eco, technically? Eco and Yorda, mm-hmm. right? So in Eco, you are like this young sort of outcast, like horned boy. Basically, it's like trapped in this castle and you find like this this spirit girl kind of thing um, named Yorda, whose mother sort of is like this dark witch of the castle and has trapped her there because she's like trying to, I don't know, like steal steal her soul or steal her beauty or mm-hmm. something like that. But you are trying to escape. And it is sort of like, it's in retrospect, it's a lot like a really long, arduous escort mission. <laughs> in a vid- you know what I mean? Yeah. But it's better than that. And it's just, it's a really great game. And it was like one of the, one of those, emerging games when I was younger that like really had an impact on me and I was like wow that was really cool and I it wasn't just like me moving blocks around or me like pointing a gun at something like mm-hmm. it was like a direct narrative sort of experience and even in the next one right was uh Shadow of the Colossus right right the you have like a very similar partnership between you like uh what's his name Wander and aggro, like your horse. Like you have a very tight knit. Why'd you have to do that? Because it's so <laughs> good. That's why. No, but it's so. I know. But. Did you ever play The Last Guardian? No, I didn't play The Last Guardian. But I mean, even like that that team, Team Eco, that like makes all that stuff is like, that seems to be the running theme of all their games. Yeah. And, man. Shadow of the Colossus. I mean, I. People that talk about so it all good. the time because it is so good. It's like incredible, incredible. It's completely different and mm-hmm. yeah. But yeah, I'll just Eco and, and Yorda. It's good. I have a few more. Hit us. <clears throat> I have a few more honorable mentions. Okay. Professor X and Magneto. Oh, that's a good one. That's, that's a, a good, good one. duo because it's kind of like this dichotomy both kind of fighting for mutants but both in very different ways and and both are and what well both like they're you know it's not like i'm evil they're right like, i'm right yeah it's yeah. it's almost like what chaotic good and well what would, would you what would you consider Magneto? X, well he's he's lawful evil lawful evil yeah well what would professor x be i would say he's was he good or neutral? Man, I think, well, oh, that's tough, dude. I think he may be neutral. Because he's, like neutral he's, he's like, yeah. he, he wants the benefit of the mutants, but he wants peace between both worlds. That's, 
That's a tough one. No, Ma yeah. he, he's either neutral good or like lawful good. Because Magneto's yeah. definitely lawful evil. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, Samurai Jack. very important. He, yeah. No, no, it was, it was. It <laughs> was important. Yeah, we, we, needed, we, needed to talk, we needed to talk about that. Uh, Samurai Jack and his sword. Oh. Yeah. Because it kind of like defines his whole like role. Yep. And even go a little bit further, Samurai Jack and the Scotsman. Man, oh, solid. Yeah, that, yeah. That episode is that. so that freaking good. good episode. Where he like, like, comes back to... Well, too. yeah, they're like on, you know, he's like walking and they like meet that rope bridge and they're like that thing where it's like an immovable... Uh, what is it? An unstoppable force? Force and an immovable object. An immovable object. Yeah, and then they have a fight, but then they team up and it's really cool. Man, that's solid. such a good show. Such a good show. Um... This is a video game one. What's what's that? A video game? A video game? Is it uh, ball chess and... <laughs> no, go ahead. <laughs> what, what was it going to be? Nope. Um, Master Chief and Cortana. Mm. Yeah. W uh, was she in all... I mean... No, she's okay. not. I don't... She, like... It turns into something during four. That one. I'm I'm not I'm, up on the Halo. Lore. I'm not like I'm super into it because, too. like I like you know, I skip a lot of cutscenes. But I think it's in four where she has some sort of glitch and uh, or that may have been that wasn't three. Wasn't three? No. Are they like together? I don't know. I don't know. Not, when he said she's like, like I don't think so. I mean, she's kind of like not a person. That didn't like, stop Joaquin Phoenix. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. This is a little different, though. <laughs> oh, Joaquin getting it done. <laughs> oh, what? no. You got any more, Dane? Uh, just the Doctor and Rose from Doctor Who. I'm not up on Doctor Who. Yeah. yeah. I mean, Same. this is from 2005, 2006. Mm -hmm. um, I tell you, I tried to watch the first episode Same. of Doctor Who, the one with the mannequins. Oh, don't! And I was like, "It's like this is what cheesy. this is what everyone's talking about. Like this is what no, everyone's no, no, saying. No, no. Like this is it. <laughs> no, no, this one." Yeah. And I even I went a little further, it. and I saw the episode where he's like, I don't know, at some like space convention or something, and there's like the the sheet of the lady that's like a sheet of skin. Yeah, that that's, went a little further. That's like episode two. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, a little further. A little yeah, farther, a little further. A little further. <laughs> Yeah, yeah and I was like, "This is isn't it, dude. This is this is." That, and that's the thing. Like, there's so <laughs> there were so many people at like my college that were into Doctor Who. Yeah, and I, they were I like, "You gotta wanted... at least try it." And I was like, "Okay, I'll try it." I was like, mm, "This is not yeah. for me. This is not the sci-fi so that dude. I'm into." <laughs> I wanted it so bad. I it's just... the first the first season with uh, Christopher Eccleston, uh, Doctor Number Nine. Is I mean, it came so like I have it written down. Um, the show ran from 1963 to 1989, and then they had a TV movie somewhere in the 90s. Nice. And then they came back in 2005, and it's still going today. But the first, like... Oh, they got the Lady Doctor now, right? Yeah, yeah, I think so. I don't... I've stopped watching it after I struggled with Matt Smith. <laughs> like, I have, a, I have a Doctor Who tattoo. Um, that's an homage you to You struggled with him leaving... I struggled with him or him being there being there okay um and then he left and i was like well now i have no ties to the show <laughs> they got like a new writer they got like all this new stuff okay. um 
but the first season is very cheesy. I mean, the whole show is cheesy, but like now it's like this mainstream thing. I don't know what it's like now if they started yeah. watching it. But um, when it came back in 2005, the doctor had a companion named Rose who was sort of like the protagonist, I guess, even though like the doctor is like the main, but it's like the protagonist in a way of like, she was the, the audience basically. So okay. it was like they were trying to get all these new people like into this show that ended in '89. <laughs> like so, it was like here's how we do it. Here's the lore, real quick. And uh-huh. so it was kind of like you're getting exposition through this character. But she's like a 19 year old kid, and she like was like basically his equal throughout the first two seasons because she was only in two seasons, and she was very good. And it was very heartbreaking when she left. Just the way that they wrote it. Um, but she comes back in some later episodes with David Tennant, or Doctor Number Ten. Anyway, they're good. The Doctor knows. Yeah, I don't. Man, I wanted to like that show so like I wanted to because everyone around me and like everything on the internet is like always like, oh, it's it's such like a huge piece of nerddom mm-hmm. yeah. that just completely passed me by. It took me... And everyone's like on that train like waving at me like, it's so fun <laughs> here, dude. We love this so much. And yeah. I'm like, is it? Like, what did I... It took me a couple episodes to get into it. Um, but yeah, like I say, like I don't... Like there's some David Tennant episodes that I'll probably... I could, I could show you that like don't... You don't need to know anything beforehand that are really scary. Not oh. scary, scary, but like they're, they're good. They're well yeah. done. Um, but yeah, the first couple ones, it's just like this is just yeah. so cheesy. Couldn't make it anti-plastic. Yeah, yeah. anti-plastic. Like, yeah, where did you even get that? I don't understand. Oh, cool, <laughs> neat. Just Thank making you, science terms. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't know what it's like now. Um, it got it got pretty buck wild towards that when the end when I was watching it, and it, there's been like eight seasons since. Well, seeing as where it started and got even more buck wild from there. <laughs> yeah, um, fair. <laughs> Who so, knows where they are, dude? Yeah. Yo. Yo. I thought of one. Just now? Just now. Off the dome. And I was like, man, why didn't I put this on the list? And then I thought of, like, even a better one from that same show. Oh, man. So, science fiction, uh-huh. it, the wheels were turning. So, I was going to say Mike and Eleven, but really it should be Dustin and Steve, yo. Yes. Oh, I, I almost had this on my list Joyce as well. Joyce and Hopper. <laughs> Okay. That's only season three, and though. Like Dustin and Steve. <laughs> the thing is, like Dustin and Steve, like that has hit up like at least two seasons now. No, they no Joyce and Hopper in the first uh, yeah, season. They weren't like a duo, though. They were like they were. I'm looking for they someone, went and into I'm the upside also down looking together. for someone. And then Bob's in the picture, and then Bob is not in the picture. Samwise Gamgee. Poor Bob. I know, poor Bob. He's always saving people and not getting the credit he deserves. Yeah. Yeah, fair. Yeah, isn't he Rudy too? Well, he got he got credit in Rudy, dude. He got. His I mean, credit. they were chanting Rudy, like even though he just like made one tackle or something. <laughs> I don't know. You did it. It was literally they one play. Like you played one game. Yeah. I don't understand that story. I'm yeah, sure I don't it's heartwarming, but it looks dumb from the outside. Determination the outside. will get you nothing. Oh my God, we did it. We did it. We're here. At the end of our duo's Welcome journey. to the end. <laughs> Welcome. <laughs> Welcome. We're here at the end. You've, Welcome, everyone. You've to made it with end. us. Um, we hope you liked it. We hope you like the show. We hope you're continuing to like the show. There should be several of our shows now that you can listen to and enjoy. If you yes. haven't listened to them in order, I don't know. 
Also, oh there's like a whole lot of duos we didn't get, but you know, there's just too many. So there's so many, and our time is limited, and we want to respect you mm-hmm. and your time and your and, time. You know, we're not just gonna sit here and talk about freaking Mario and Luigi forever. No, we're gonna talk yeah, about Jackie Chan Adventures and Peach and Bowser <laughs> and sneak it out of middle school. And yeah, eat cookies. Eat cookies. The important watch stuff. Jackie Chan. Yeah, the important stuff. Anyway, you can. Um, if you would like to leave a leave a review and leave some comments or you tell know, us your best duos yeah dude come see us on instagram and like say hi follow us and like yeah comment and and check out our youtube and do it do all the things that you could possibly do and stuff in your life be mm-hmm. inspired and loved be You're inspired loved. by this is jackie chan a bad one yeah this is this par we got <laughs> <laughs> Okay, well, bye. <laughs> bye. 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 <laughs> I don't know what I'm supposed to say at the end. It just nothing ever happens, and I'm just he like inspired by Jackie Chan. Rambling, <laughs> rambling on. <laughs> <laughs>